yeah, so this is FYC for your child self. Featuring? No, we're not featured. We're just us. Just us. Just us with Victoria and Ale. That's it. <laughs> what was your cartoon moment of the day? Cartoon moment of the day was putting on a sundress. <laughs> opening my shades and realizing it was the gloomiest day out there and then immediately changing into sweatpants literally whoever drew the sky ran out of blue crayon like yeah. it's like white paper there's nothing there <laughs> yeah it literally looks like white construction paper <laughs> yeah my cartoon moment of the day is my dog has diarrhea oh <laughs> it's nasty uh. it's okay i just feel bad for her she just keeps like eating and then looking at me like, like i'm sorry i want to poop and i'm like girl i know you want to poop but it's not gonna come out of you yet but anyway to jump back in today we're gonna talk about the teenage mutant ninja turtles mutant mayhem mutant mayhem it's um it was a lot of fun i'm like i'm really excited this one was um what like the seventh like film adaptation of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's a lot of movies. Yeah. That's a lot of Teenage Turtles. That's a lot of Teenage Turtles. <laughs> and what I love is that this time we actually do have them feeling like teenagers. Um, directed by Jeff Robb, who also co-directed um, and co-wrote um, Mitchell's Versus the Machines. Great movie. We have to do that one too. Yeah. I love that movie. And then um, also co-wrote um, the screenplay um, with Seth Rogen and his writing partner, um, Evan Goldberg. Um, and I think it was also produced by Seth Rogen and their com- and Goldberg and their company, um, Point Grey. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Which would explain that the budget was only like $70 million. Because I looked at that, I was like, there's no way this movie costs $70 million. Like, I was thinking $300 million. I don't know. <laughs> like, I really was. I was like, this movie had to cost more than any Pixar movie. Like, it's amazing. Like, animation style. Like, I don't it's amazing but i guess not i guess it was only 70 million and uh box office opening weekend made 162 million which i think they got their money back yeah they definitely (laughs) turned a profit on that well victoria me and victoria's girlfriend julia (laughs) yes who didn't love the movie by the way (laughs) wait well let's get into that she really liked it but she was like it was making her dizzy and after a while she was disinterested because i think it's the same thing with barbie i feel like a lot of men would like were forced to go see barbie and they were all like meh and you're like how do you what do you mean meh it's barbie do you not feel girlhood surging through your veins i think this one had the same but 180 Uh, yeah of that well i i'm just very curious what turtle are you oh and have you right just what turtle are you um, that's a good question. <laughs> um, I feel like on the inside, oh, I feel like I'm like probably Leo. Yeah, I think not that Leo. I don't think I'm a le- leader, but it's just that I try to be a leader, and then it's just like anxiety gets the best of me. <laughs> yeah, I can see that, and also I think Leo. Basically, where the movie starts when they don't want to listen to him anymore. Yeah, you know what I mean. Before that, I feel like they've been listening to him the whole time. <laughs> for the past 15 years and they're just like enough enough it's enough fed up we want to go watch ferris bueller's day off (laughs) (laughs) park now Um, what about you i'm a donnie i've always been and i'm pretty sure it's because his thing is purple and so like when i used to watch the cartoon as a child i was like i'm the purple turtle (laughs) 
But when I was watching, I was like, oh my God, no way. I'm Donnie. Like, actually, actually, though. Donnie. I, I, there's a few things, obviously, that were different in. Um, but I can't name a single one. So I actually know where this is the exact same person. <laughs> I loved it. I thought, I thought that their dynamics were really cute. Um, I'm trying to think like me and my sisters, cause you also have sisters. Yes. Like who would they be? Cause if I'm Donnie, I think my middle sister is definitely Leo, which I think might be like that. And then Alex, my little sister, Alex is, I want to say she's Raph. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how excited she would be to hear that, but I think she's <laughs> rough. Um, I don't know. With my sisters, I feel like like Kiara would be the actual, like Leo. my middle sister would be the actual, like Leo. And then our youngest sister is like probably like a mix, like probably like more of a Donnie. Donnie, yeah. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel like in your dynamic, maybe you're the Mikey. Yeah, probably. I guess probably. Mikey, I think Mikey was the best character in the movie. Mikey's just fun. He's just like, I want to do improv, and he had like, the funniest lines. It was good. No, yeah, it really like I think what really made this movie shine, like mm-hmm. considering like there's been so many adaptations, and like you and I are probably most familiar with like the animated series that mm-hmm. was on from like in like the early to like late two thousands. Yeah. Um, but then what I really loved about this cast is that. They actually had real teenagers. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yes, they had um, Micah Abbey as Donnie, um, Shimon Brown Jr. as Mikey, Nicholas Cantu as Leo, and then Brady Noon as Raphael. Um, and so, That's and then so sweet. yeah, and then it's like they had actual teenagers like playing these roles, and not only that, they just had them. They usually like Seth Rogen would just like put them in a room together. And then just have them bounce off each other, which is how you get such iconic dialogue as bacon, egg, and cheese. <laughs> That makes so much sense because when I was when we were watching that, I was like, "Where is this coming from?" I was like, "Did I what?" No, that part was so fucking funny. Yeah, and that was like one of those things that like was like fully improv. Like they just had right. No, that um, makes sense. They're, they're teenagers and they're literally just being. Yeah, they were just being teenagers, and it's like using you know terms like oh, like he's got no riz. Yeah. Um, like we outside. Oh wait, yeah, that's so interesting because right there was a lot of things from the dialogue where I was like, who wrote this? They did. Yeah, <laughs> it's Fully. turtle speak. It's turtle speak. <laughs> um, and it's like obviously so they're like the leads, and for those that haven't watched it, like basically it's about like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, except. Um, where we usually have, well, actually like that might spoil the end. Um, they've like just completely grown up, isolated from the world, um, with their dad, Splinter, who's played by the legendary Jackie Chan. Um, that was really epic. Um, and basically like, you know, we all know the story. They become mutated. They're like four little baby turtles become mutated. And then they are raised by their also mutant rat father. Um, in the sewers of New York City. Who, by the way, was mutated only because the little turtles came up to him. Yes. And cuddled him. Can you imagine cuddling a rat? No, <laughs> because it doesn't happen. And, but the turtles did because they loved him. They loved ah! him. He was their father. Daddy rat. Daddy rat. Daddy's <laughs> Rat daddy. Rat daddy. <laughs> um, Sounds like rat and patootie. <laughs> oh my god that funny ass line with the whole like do not call me ratatouille yeah figuring out how big these turtles was 
such a thing for me. I like the perspective, the perspective, the sizing. I had no idea like how, like what their size was. Like even the rat, like the rat. Yeah. They're, they're all fully human, human sized. sized. Yeah. Like the turtles are teenage boy size and the rat dad is the size of the rat dad. Yeah. The dad that looks like a rat. Like it was crazy. I, that, that threw me off a lot. So like, I think just, I didn't even know that they were played by teenagers because it really is like, like you said, like this really puts the teenage into perspective with the yes. whole Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles timeline. Because like you said earlier, the animated series, I had, I had, they, they're adults to me. Like, I, like I'm watching that as a, I remember watching them being all like, oh great. Like there's this teenagers. Yeah, heavy exactly. Air quotes around them. They're like, like CW teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because it's like when I'm little, everyone older than me just looks old. Yeah. Right? They're just like, and now that I'm adults. older, I'm like, oh. They're children. children. But no, like, even comparing, I'm going to pull up a picture of both of them, and it's don't, they don't look the same next to each other. Teenage. To the CW and it's last year. Yeah, no, these turtles are freaking ripped. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, they, they, they do not look. What? Even Rad Dad. No, yeah, like they're they, they're like bodybuilders. Like they're not yeah, teenagers. Like, like the teen the word teenagers just means lanky and skinny awkward. and awkward and these the 2003 series is not none of that. Like they're built crazy. So yeah, I I really enjoyed that this one was very much um teenager style. Yeah, and they're just like having fun like we see them like just like for them a bit their idea of a big mission is like getting groceries yeah. to bring back home without being spotted because um as we see it's human-sized turtles they're human-sized turtles trying to hide from humans because humans don't accept them and yeah. rat daddy splinter is like humans are bad they will hurt you do not go near them and kids being kids and this is where I I remember whispering this to you. I think it was at this point in the movie where uh-huh. I was like, is this Little Mermaid? <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Oh, Little Mermaid. But yeah. Little Mermaid is going to be like a common it, I know. I know. It's the whole like breaking out of, br- breaking out of your shell. Breaking out of <laughs> your shell. <laughs> Mind blown. It's the whole breaking out of, the sh- of your shell to do what you want to do or see what you want or live the life yeah. you want to live. It's like self-exploration. Just, yeah. You know. It's like that they are truly like fascinated by the human culture and they all have their own things. Like you have Donnie who's like fully into anime. <laughs> There's like full attack on Titan references. Yeah. Mikey who's just like super into comedy and improv. Yeah. Raph who fully accepts that he needs therapy. <laughs> he needs therapy, but he's just a bro. He's just a bro. He's just a Jim bro. And then Leo who wants a girlfriend. And Leo just wants a girlfriend, yeah. That's so funny. As, like, time goes on, like, where we have April O'Neil, um, our human character, um, or, like, our, you know, the human woman in the chair, yeah. um, played by the incomparable Io Edebri, oh my God, who so has good. literally carried 2023 cinema and TV on, fully on yes, her back. On her back, in her pocket. Mind you, she just, does not have a shell. No. And she's just carrying it all herself. Mm-hmm. All herself. And she plays April, also known as Puke Girl. Puke Girl. April <laughs> O'Puke. Yeah, April O'Puke, because we find out when they visit her high school, 
that she wants to be a journalist, but has an unfortunate stage fright that leads to her vomiting. Yeah, like in your like high school broadcast, everyone has TVs in their classroom. Everyone's watching. So she's looking for some redemption herself. <laughs> I feel her. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so then they come together um, when her, um, her scooter gets stolen. They go to try and find the culprit. And they unveil this sort of ring um, related to this, like, sort of plot being devised by some th- an entity that we we have an idea because of the beginning, but they don't know is this entity called Superfly, who is voiced by Ice Cube, FYI. Yeah, that um, was amazing. He's, he gave a great performance, I think. Yeah. Um, and so then they, um, the teens, like, devise a plot, like, turtles and human, devise a plot to uncover what Superfly is doing, defeat him, while April's covering this all, like, on camera, in order for the turtles to be accepted by the humans, and save the day, and uncancel prom. I love that that was, like, the stake. Yeah, uncancel prom. Uncancel prom, because prom was canceled because of Superfly. Yeah, and then also redeem April in the process, as she, like, uncovers the story. Yeah, but... Yeah. And like they I like that it started with them wanting to help her do that because Leo was had a crush on yeah. her but from the beginning. Ended up as soon as he laid eyes on her, like at the end of it all, like April was the one that redeemed herself. Like she was the one that went on national television and said did her thing, said her thing, still threw up but kept going and pushed through. Yeah, I Instead, love that it's not like resolved. It's not fully resolved. It's not exactly. like, oh, I'm all of a sudden better now. It's yeah. like, no, I had to do the thing, but I am still but I'm a sick nervous girl. I'm doing my thing because I'm just because you're failing at keeping your lunch down doesn't <laughs> mean she's a bad reporter or bad at being on camera because she nailed that broadcast. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is the word? And then also as they like go in, like we have these amazing sequences, like the whole no diggity, like sort of like fight montage, I think was so well done. Yeah. I remember we were just like in awe, like watching it. Yeah. Um, where it's just like no diggity slang and they're like beating all these like crime bosses that are somehow tied to Superfly. Yeah. There were so many. Yeah. It was yeah. like they were kicking butt and taking names, literally. Yeah. No, the editing on that was so smooth. And like, I get it. It's animation. It's not like it was crazy, like how they each had their own little moment. And like, it's an action. It's like a fight scene. So like, to me, I don't love fight scenes because they're like so like, I don't really watch them. This one I could watch. Yes, it was just like it was. I thought it was creatively done. Yeah, just like it was just fun, like seeing like how like it like all the transitions were just like seamless. Yeah, it was. Yeah, exactly. It was seamless, but also like pushing the story forward. Like it was like the story moving. forward. Yeah, it's like in two minutes they told you so many things, whereas like and overall like I think the pacing of the movie was very tight. But then you think about like oh. Two minutes, it was just this fight scene that does push the story forward. But then after that, you have the bacon, egg, and cheese scene, which is what? Bacon, egg, and five cheese. seconds of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Truly so, just teenage nonsense. And I, and I like that you have like this mix of pacing because then it doesn't feel like it's so formulaic. Like I really felt like I was in there watching something. Like I was in, in the moment it was yeah it was like purely like character like for character that we yeah. like got that scene and i'm glad that they kept it in no but even like the fighting scene is in character like, yes they're not here like fighting these mob bosses wasn't like the end all be all that like i feel fights like that feel like traditional fight scenes make it seem like oh my god here comes the boss 
to them it was just like okay we got to do this check like yeah it's like a checklist like put your headphones in go do the go do your homework go ride your bike do whatever some crime boss butt yeah (laughs) and then come back and be done like okay what's next you know what i mean like it it felt very teenagery for that to be the the pacing for that scene yeah uh I agree. It was it was a ton of fun. And that yeah, it exactly leads to that scene. And then finally it like builds up to this moment where we finally meet Superfly and the mutant squad, which is like where we get oh the God, mutant mayhem. Um and it like turns out that not only are these like teenage mutant ninja turtles who thought they were alone in the world, not alone. There's a whole other team of like mutant villains villains like, cousins animals and it is like a star studied like cast you have john cena and seth rogan yeah. as like the mutant um rhino and like warthog, warthog which i thought it was so it was. funny that like once again you have seth rogan playing a warthog yeah um he was like he couldn't yeah. let go of the lion it's, king it's his spirit animal it's a spirit animal <laughs> um rose Byrne as leatherhead i love um, that that was so good to me yes i thought they were like i thought the whole cast like felt very like a family you have natasia um, Dimitri from What We Do in the Shadows. Paul Rudd, who I didn't realize, oh. and he just—he was a Mondo Gecko. Oh no! I way. loved that him. makes he was so my much sense. <laughs> then you have Post Malone. He was oh, yeah. the like Ray Fillet. Ray, yeah, Ray Fillet. Ray Fillet. Animal Bures as um, Genghis Frog. Okay. And then, and then obviously we have their leader, who is like yes. their oldest sibling. Yeah. He's um, a fly. Yeah, super fly. And they also have a very similar backstory, like, to the turtles, which I was like, oh, my God, parallels. I know, but that's how they bonded, too. Like, yeah. that is so cute. Like, bonding, trauma bonding. Trauma like, bonding. I was going to say bonding ass. in adversity, but that's, that's no, just trauma, trauma bonding. bonding. <laughs> um, where it's like, they basically have, like, a very similar backstory. I mean, if it hadn't been for what happened to Superfly and their, like, and that, like, their family, like, the... Ninja Turtles wouldn't have been like born. Yeah, that's true. Like they wouldn't have become what they became. Like as we see in that opening sequence with um Baxter Stockman, um played by um Giancarlo Esposito, and then the TCRI, the T- like yeah, our yeah, actual yeah. antagonist, yeah. the like Techno Cosmic Research Institute, whose leader is played by Maya Rudolph. Who, oh my god, yes, she's yes. so good. Yeah, she was great she in was it. So I was funny. like, she was like the woman in the chair and. Like, then we see, like, the actual stakes, which is, um, which is the whole, like, you know, they have all these, like, things that they're stealing from the TCRI, and Superfly wants to use it to turn all the animals into mutants and eradicate humanity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She, he wanted everyone to be eaten by the, hum- by the mutants. Yeah. Which isn't great for April. Isn't great for <laughs> April, no. Definitely, like, definitely affects, like, some prom plans. Definitely affects some oh, yeah. career plans. Oh, yeah. That's essentially why prom was canceled. Yeah. yeah. So it sucks. Sucks to suck. Sucks to suck. And then, so now we have, like, the teens, like, kind of in a bind. Yeah, because it's, like, oh, obviously, like, they have just made these friends, and they want to keep them, and they want to help them out, but they also don't super agree with them, and they're obviously <laughs> outnumbered. And it was this whole thing, but I really like. And mind shift. you, this is exactly how they go about this. Oh <laughs> no! Li- yes, it's they, like on the phone with April. April's like, "Okay, when are you going to take them down?" And they go, "But they're our friends now. Like, like this is cool. a little hard. They like uh, took us to an arcade. <laughs> yeah, they got us pizza. <laughs> and it's now nice. they're like caught in the spine where it's like, you know, is humanity worth saving? Mm-hmm. And like my and I don't know. Great question. Like, like <laughs> right. 
and like i i you can tell not you can tell like they they are very explicit about it like feeling like yes the like they need to do the thing that they're supposed to do. They're just kind of like, well, what now? Like in a very teenager kind of way, where it's like, well, you know, I did the checklist, and yeah, it's it's now in somebody else's hands. Yeah, it's <laughs> Can't like do okay. anything about it now. And then, then it's like they because they had the last piece, and that was like how they yeah. met up with Superfly. Oh yeah, they had the satellite or whatever. They the had satellite the satellite thing. And then, um. And then they just kind of fucking lose. Like, yeah. like they, they finally find shit. an enemy. Yeah, they find an enemy that they cannot really beat, which is, like, one of, like, a group of their own. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, yeah, they're, like, basically, like, you have this fun, um, like, racing sequence between. It basically yeah, the turns into freaking really... Fast and the Furious. Okay, this is, like, a big thing that I have with animated movies. The car chase scenes in animated movies are superior, and they just keep getting better and better every single time. We'll talk about it later when when I make you watch Bad Guys if you haven't already. No, I haven't seen. Great, amazing. We're watching. Great news for me. But the the car chase scenes are incredible, and I I was looking into it. I couldn't really like find things in particular for this one because I don't have like once the clips come out on YouTube, it's crazy how they animate chasings and i'll and i'll i'll show i'll what again once the clip is on youtube like we'll look through it and we'll dissect it and we'll come back to it all right but that yes i think that was <laughs> that was my favorite part of the movie was the car chase scene really uh-huh because they were being so clever and donnie got to use his stick he did get to use he his was stick. complaining about the whole time he was like what am, why why don't i get nunchucks why don't i get ninja stars why, why do i get a stick and yeah. i'm like i feel that way like that's me. That's Donnie. Like, why do I get a stick? Like, why is that my superpower? Literally getting left with, like, the short end of the short, stick. But he got he, longest no, the longest stick. The whole stick. Longest, the whole stick. Nobody even, nobody else even drew. <laughs> um, so I love that he got to use his stick, and that's kind of what instigated the whole thing. And, like, just also, like, that insecurity of, like, being a teenager in the back of somebody else's car. And you're yeah. just kind of like, where are we going? Oh, ah. Am I, like, semi-kidnapping, not really kidnapping, like gotta think gotta be fast on our feet and think about it and like they were all jamming the music like I, it's that scene in particular like it started so like feel good with like actual like really it, it was very like intimate introspective because we're like in the back seat with them yeah so it's like i'm just i don't know what they're gonna i had no idea what they were gonna do like i know they had to stop it but it could the movie could have easily gone a different way where it like that didn't it didn't they didn't stop them there they stopped them somewhere else you yeah. know so or like maybe they like got out of the car instead of actually stopping them and taking that piece back you know what i mean like it could have like that yeah they're just like we're going along with this yeah and they went along with it and then they pushed through and they got him and then it was uh, i love that part what was your favorite part um my favorite part um i want to say it was like the whole like those sequences like where they're like you know like getting used to like kicking butt and taking names like the whole no diggity sequence yeah okay and then um the bacon egg cheese yeah, um, I just like feel that was just like that truly <laughs> felt like it's just like the most teenager like stuff and then it was just like fun like just like fun directing like in the way that sequence was like set up it was almost a false ending because I truly thought the ending was going to be mm-hmm. when they're in the lair and yep. daddy splinter shows up Brad yeah. daddy splinter shows up because he's also that was also really he's that made me yeah, really sad his whole the birthday party that he does for them or like not a birthday party like a surprise oh, party that he throws with chris pine with chris pine yes <laughs> my favorite chris because like he's feeling like a little neglected like that his sons are like going off on their own which like what parent to a teenager hasn't felt you know i know i just like remember like 
yeah i in that moment i remembered like my mom like asking me to go to the store with her. i was like yeah like i was like why aren't they staying oh <laughs> they need to stay it's like come back yeah you're right and you and you also like even i think once we left the theater you kept talking about it you were like oh the party scene i know so cute. I felt it so was bad. so sad yeah because he's just like trying to like do a surprise and do a nice thing because he's like i know you guys are like interested in the human world and i'm sorry i've been hard on you but here's like this like so yeah, like you he's know. like i brought the human world to you it's just like very sweet you ordered them pizza like yeah so much pizza yeah i was just like oh also like splinter. it's funny to me the concept that this rat is getting how's this rat getting money because they have that they have is, a phone bill to pay they keep buying pizza groceries yeah, they all fully have iphones like oh wait they didn't pay for the groceries no, yeah, that they stole, but, like, they fully have cell phone service. Cell phone like, service, they yeah. fully, like, go on TikTok. And like, I get it. Like, you can go online and, like, maybe the phone's got delivered somewhere and he just picked up the package late at night. Like, you know, I get that. But, like, what's, like, I mean. Maybe like, they have a P.O. Like, box. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. Yeah. But how, like, he has you to be making money somehow. Question. You've brought up an excellent question. either he's paying for Wi-Fi or he's paying for the phone bill. They have TV. How, how TV. else did they learn how to, like, yeah. do ninjutsu? Yeah. And, like. I think originally I had thought about like, oh yeah, of course, like he's rat size, like he can pickpocket people. No, he's a human. He's a six foot rat. Okay, and we're back. Uh, but yeah, he's a fully, a, almost a six foot size rat. Like he's not pickpocketing <laughs> anyone. So like after that, I, I, I've been really thinking about it for like the past week. Like how's this rat making? Maybe he has like a remote job. Like no, but I, then he has I, to have a social security number. Maybe it's like the whale. Like he's know. a teacher, like teaches a class of human. Then again, he hates humans. And it just like keeps his camera off. <laughs> like, oh yeah, like in the whale. When he finally veils himself. And they're like, Maybe, oh Maybe, but that's what I'm saying. Like how did he sign? I mean, he, he could just written down any numbers. It's fine. I, you know no, what? No, no, you he's brought a, up he's an, a excellent, an excellent <laughs> world building question. Because that is so true. That. Like or where did the money, where does the money come from? Yeah. And I, I, he has to have a job because like it was fully just a normal rat before all this like just trying to cope like yeah. skate through life trying to just like you know scavenge for food not get killed by literally any organism that comes in his vicinity and then all of a sudden he's like a single father to four like kids like has to like support them and it's just like and yeah it, it is you've got to he's got to provide somehow somehow You're so, you bring up an excellent point but, but no. Despite how he does it, like, and we and we don't, we don't we'll, know. We'll we'll get we'll, back to you on that one. Yeah, we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about it with a car chase yeah. episode. Um, he does come to try and like save them and get Superfly to sort of you know, but not just that. He, mm-hmm. oh, I'm I'm getting the order mixed up. Oh, because they get milked first. They get <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right? You're absolutely right. first and then No, before they try and stop Superfly, you're right. They lose and then they are captured. The turtles yes, are captured, captured by this this group, the research, the TC um the TCRI, I, yeah. the institute. I kept calling them the critter, but it's not. It's TCRI. Sorry, yeah. that was just a meme my, <laughs> my head. But but then they get so then they get taken to this lab and it turns out that this whole time cuz mind you like their entire lives it's this, this institute has been searching for 
Superfly and the other mutants, yeah. not knowing that these guys exist. So they're like, you exactly. know, we found these other mutants. And also, also, they didn't really know how many other mutants there were. They just knew Superfly and that some other specimens were taken. Yeah, some other specimens. And there have been no sightings, nothing. Yeah. And so this whole time they've been finding it. And now, like, they want to create, like, a race of super soldiers. And so then the turtles' worst fears or Daddy Splinter's worst fears are realized. Yeah, when... Humans! <laughs> humans milk them! Milking! And, like, it's truly, like, a literal milking machine. So it's, like, a funny gag through the movie, um, yeah. TBH. Um, that, I think, is, like, that was my favorite gag. I think the lesson here, folks, is... Your parents were right. Yeah, listen to your parents. Um, Somehow they're right. Yeah. Like, don't know how that ended up being right, but they're right. So the teenagers are basically in there, in this machine getting milked, thinking they've been fully <laughs> abandoned because April has dipped, and they're like, oh yeah. my God, dad's been right all along about humans. Humans ain't worth shit. Um, and then it turns out that, you know, April is a good human and has gone to Splinter to like, to get the, to get the teens back. Yeah. Um, and so they're saved. Splinter is a badass. Splinter is a badass. Yeah. Jackie Chan. Cause it's Jackie Chan. Yeah. Yeah. So Um, even, but April's a badass too. April's a badass. She like fully was like, I'm going to approach this humanoid rat. And ask him ask to come him. help. Yeah. Um, that's like come not help the fate his, of art. Yeah. She goes into the sewers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In, fully into the sewers. Like. Yeah. Like, had to find him. Also, she knew where they lived. But how did she remember where they lived? Exactly. You know? like, like, she like, really pulled through. Yeah. So. She's like, we got to give our flowers to April. Oh, flowers to April. Flowers to April. And, um, and yeah. So, they're saved. They have to go stop Superfly now. And um, they show up and it's just like about like not only getting Superfly to stop, but convincing. Well, it's really like they convince the mutants first. They're like, look, I know humans are, you know, can be mean and not accepting, but we have each other. And like just because like we can't fully participate in their world doesn't mean that they don't deserve to exist. (laughs) Yeah. And and then also... It's just like that reaching out the hand, like helping somebody else, like yeah. the acceptance of it all. Because, um, like, again, the the boys were on this whole, like, plan up until now that, like, oh, like, we're, people are going to like us when we get prom uncanceled. Yes. And so. Like, when we save like, the world. Exactly. They're kind of trying to, like, give, like, share that mentality with the rest of the mutants, too. Which, by the way, they're, they're calling their cousins, which I think is so yeah. sweet. So it's like they keep saying, like, oh. Um, but like, you don't have to kill them. Like we can just like teach them to like us instead. And like, again, I think this is where like the naivete of like the teenagers like comes into play. And like the fact that they are the teenage mutant Ninja Turtles versus all the other mutants were like, and this was set up really well in the beginning too. Like the babies, the baby turtles turned into baby mutant turtles that then grew the adult rat turned into an adult rat that mm. then kept getting older and older so like when you look at the mutants none of them are teenagers because they were all cr- creatures that were already oldish I, well that's what confused me because mm-hmm. you see them in the little test tubes yeah and like they're not much bigger than the turtles were no so but like, think about it the... with like animal years yeah you know? like if 
the fly is the only one that confuses me and I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> just, like, giving you that that. One, just giving you that one. But like a warthog, right? So if a warthog's life expectancy is like 12 to 15 years and the warthog was like six months old, that warthog is a little bit older than the te- the baby turtle yes, where yeah. they were baby turtles. A baby turtles live like 100 years. So you can pretty much argue that one year for them is one human year. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I think you can give it that logic. That's why I don't want to talk about the fly. <laughs> but like a baby warthog, what, it wasn't like a, like a brand new newborn baby. It had to have at least like grown up, you know, like weaned itself. I'm th- giving too much logic to this, but like it's at least weaned itself off its mother enough for the scientist to buy him yeah. and then freeze and then, him yeah. or like cryogenically freeze him until him he's ready to, to ooze him. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I'm like, I think that the range for like, that's going to sound awful. I think that the range <laughs> for the, for the mute, for the rest of the mutants is like 18 to like 40 years old <laughs> because they're all like a different, like yeah, stages. however long it had been before they got ooze on them does factor into their life once they get oozed. But with turtles, it really is like one by one, like one year of turtlehood is one year of adulthood. Because, like, you know how I have my little tortoise? Yes. She's just a baby. baby. And she's going to be a baby for so long. She really is. A little teeny so that's, tiny baby. So she's cute. She's just baby Nina. So it's like, yeah, she's like, one year for her is one one baby year. Yeah. But, because she's going to live to be, like, 80. Yeah. Which is arguably Bonkers. older than, maybe older than how I'm, what <laughs> what I'm going to live. Maybe not. You know what I mean? But it's, it's normal life expectancy for a human. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think that that. Because I had that question, too, and then I rationalized it to myself on the drive home. I was like, oh, it's got to be something like that. Like, because a gecko, Armando gecko, Ma- Mando gecko, right? <laughs> yes. Like, how old is a gecko that you pluck off the tree? I, I truly, I'm, I, I don't know either. We, we needed to have a zoologist no, no, no. <laughs> here. <laughs> okay. It's approximately, a wild gecko is approximately 15 years. Okay, so like... Think of it as this scientist who was walk was like, I want a gecko one. Probably just gonna go to a pet store and buy a gecko or just pluck it off a tree. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it's not he's not necessarily gonna get a hatchling gecko. Hatchling. You know? Um, so that's what I'm thinking. Like maybe the gecko was like twenty is this in his twenties. You know? Or maybe eighteen. Maybe he did get a hatchling gecko. No, I mean I don't want to talk about the fly. No, we're, no, we're not gonna <laughs> even acknowledge. Like, Superfly is, like, literally, like, fully... <laughs> mm-hmm. An anomaly. An anomaly. Oh, my God. It was so ugly. <laughs> he was, like, baby, but, like, at the same time, like, maybe not. already been pumped so much. Yeah, he was, like, a buff, buff Also, maybe baby he was mixed Superfly. with something else, too. I mean, who knows what I don't know. was in that ooze. I don't know. That's, like, the mystery. Maybe the little sequel. Who knows what was in that icy... You know how they have the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Icy? Oh, oh my God. Yes. <laughs> That's the ooze. The promo. Oh. Whatever's in the realized. Icy. Yeah. I'm gonna Great to marketing. Because I tried the Icy the week before and I didn't like it. No, I, I did not. But well, now that I yeah, watched I the movie. I did yeah, no, You had like a regular Icy, like a normal human being. But no, I, I mean, like I, I, if I'd known when I was like serving it, yeah. then I would have gone and tried it. But alas. But wait, what were the flavors in that one? Could green you apple. Tell? Green apple. And I couldn't tell. Mm. It just tasted like green. So yeah, ooze. Ooze. Um, um, this movie made me hate New York City. 
it made it literally so gross to me. Yeah, it was very gritty. And I guess that, like, lends itself to the animation style, which oh, yeah. I really liked. And, like, they said, like, that the inspiration for it, like, for the director, Jeffra, was, um, was, like, his sketches, like, in his notebooks, yeah. like, in middle and high school, like, when he was a teenager. It's, like, teenage, like, you know, sketches. And, like, you could see that on, like, the little scribbles and, like, the smoke, like, you know... Like, you know, descending from, like, you know, rising from the streets. Like, it felt very much, like, a drawn, like, dystopia yeah. of New York City. Yeah, they said that they had to, like, tell the animators to screw all of their training and to draw like they did when they were in high school, which I think is so... I really... I think it... It's I think true. It lends itself to the youthfulness of the movie and how for the times it is. It's just, like... Yeah, and, like, you can tell... Cause you can tell like the different um i feel like even like the backgrounds and the actions and everything was all still very uniform like it wasn't like i don't know i'm trying to think like the photorealism never stopped like it was all very photorealistic in the same way like i could tell that inside this universe everything was supposed to look like this not necessarily like the skies are one way and then um the action movements are one way. So like, sorry, what I'm getting at is like, sometimes like with anime, um, action looks different than like stillness. Yes. But I feel like with this movie, we didn't have that. So like, you can't like, I feel like a lot of people have been like, Oh my God, it's like anime style. I'm like, no, I feel like it really is. Like you said, sketches. Like it's yes. not necessarily like, it is taking a lot of like, um, what's that word like it's like in the i don't know like half done but like in, in like the way that like it reminded me a lot of spider-verse yes exactly so it, it's like spider-verse and like mitchell's versus the machines where it's like they those movies are like they're like mixed media mixed almost. Me exactly the mixed media and like taking from like different things like it takes from anime in this sense and the other one takes from um or like yeah it's taking from like, like a lot of different places but this one it really is just like a middle high schooler's like sketchbook. Sketchbook, yeah, and like the the lighting was I think cr crazy. Like it, it, like when they're like in the motorcycle shop and like they're oh, hiding. Oh yeah, like the contrast is really crazy, and I really liked um, how it, it still felt like sketches and that like dark was just dark. Yeah, like it was just black. Um, sorry if I threw you off. No, no, no. I'm like, no, but this is interesting. Like, I loved, like, I really thought the animation was so interesting because when I first saw the trailers, it was like, oh, I'm very similar to Spider-Verse. But, like, in the way that, like, Spider-Verse takes inspiration from, like, the comics, like, from the, like, just comics in general and, like, um, like the Miles Morales, like, series, um, like, this, this one was just purely, like, from, like, personal. It just felt very personal. Like, it's not from, like, the IP itself, but it's more like, oh, let's tap into, like, this inner teenager. Mm -hmm. And I just thought it was, like, a lot of fun. While still, like, again, incorporating, it's, like, still very, it's not, like, you know, basic animation. It feels very, like, yeah. well, I don't know, like, in the, you know how, like, a band, it's, like, you wouldn't say it's a full sound, like, okay, full visuals. Full visual, yeah. Like, there's a lot of dimensions to yeah, it. Exactly. It felt, it, while it still felt like sketches, it, it didn't feel one-dimensional. Yeah. I felt like there was, like, yeah, and I think it does have to do with, like, the lighting, like, how yeah. dark the dark was and how light the light was. Like, think about, like, the explosion or, like, every time that, like, the turtles came outside out of the sewer, like, it was, like, full exposure, like, bright, 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 and I feel like 
the setting up that early on must have been kind of difficult to then like continue to use that um that contrast and i think like you notice that like the most in the finale when you know like what like when they finally what like when so like this is like the point where i was like oh is this a false ending where i'm like oh my god they're defeating superfly which actually i was very sad for a oh moment so i was like oh my yeah. god superfly, superfly died yeah. and it's like all of a sudden it's like nope that ooze went down and what's happening all of a sudden superfly is becoming like Super, super zoo in <laughs> super zoo in that like all of a sudden he's become like this giant like Godzilla type monster like invading New York and that's when I felt like it felt the most like New York it's like the bright lights oh, really? like everywhere like for like it just felt like very like we are in a metropolis yeah. and like it's attacked and yeah. that's like where I felt like oh my god the, like contrasting lights from like the neon like advertisements mm-hmm. to the cars to the like office buildings yeah. like being attacked yeah. and like it was just like all these like contrasting things it just felt very like yeah. real and like chaotic and like ah like we're going into like our big action-packed finale <laughs> yeah no that no that makes sense and like this they played like i feel like up until that point it was new york but it was just like you know, like there's the sewers and it's they had like the that Times Square scene yeah. and like they were going to Staten Island. So it's like New York by context. But then that like the like Godzilla homage almost. Yeah. Was very like, we're in New York. <laughs> and I was like, great. Like this does actually feel like New York. Like all the nitty gross feeling that I've had until now. It's New York. That's what it was. It's not because it's a rat. It's not because it's turtles. It's not because we're in the sewers. It's because it's New York. <laughs> <laughs> so I like that. But yeah, the Godzilla, the Godzilla homage was great, I think. No. I think that the it was so creepy how like there's just so many animals. It was like very it was uh, that was actually like high key grotesque. Yeah, it was. And like my only thing is like he stepped into the zoo and then he came out and he had a leg full of horses. And <laughs> I know there's not that many horses at the Bronx Zoo. You know, I actually haven't. I don't think that I've been. I I don't ever I don't ever remember seeing a horse at any zoo I've ever been to. That's a good point. Is my thing. Okay, do they have horses at the Bronx Zoo? Always something new to discover at the Bronx Zoo. Is that a yes? I guess or? they do have wild horses, but I don't think they have them anymore. I think they had them. Well, a yeah, while because ago. oh yeah, Superfly in like Superfly became them. them. Um, I think it was really clever how they had to figure out how to defeat him. Like, they never, they truly, and I think this is part of like the hive mentality that I'm sure comes with like having three siblings that. Are all, you're all the same age and yeah. also all boys it's like they like kept hyping up each other and like yeah. riling each other up and we saw that throughout the movie as well I think that was very well set up at first but even now they were like I guess we're never gonna do it and somebody was like uh yeah we are and they're like oh man yeah you're right we are we're gonna do yeah. it let's do it and so I really liked that part the Dark Knight of the Soul of the movie was there but it didn't feel super hopeless in the sense that like it was gonna like unalign the stakes for the rest of the movie because i always get scared of that like and i think i had that i think that happened to me with luca which we're gonna talk about later yes is that like the stakes weren't as high as maybe i felt at some point but then they they fixed that you know what i mean so it's like with this one like i knew like i was like yeah, okay the darkest part of the like the darkest night of the soul is coming oh okay yeah they're teenagers oh okay here we go next and then like when they fixed it i was like okay cool yeah that was an easy fix it was just yeah they had just have to figure out. They had to give it 30 seconds of thought for them to, like, get there. Does that make sense? No. 
I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm following. Okay, so like, I I personally always get it when the stakes are off. I don't like I'm disinterested. Yeah, and so with them, it's like it. Yeah, like the movie felt like the end was at that ship scene, but when mm. the thing emerged, I'm like, well, I don't know how they're gonna defeat it. Like, yeah, and if I don't believe and the they, fact that not they're even gonna, they knew how they were gonna defeat exactly. it, they were like, we have all these mutants, they're and not we going can't to stop it. Like this movie's gonna end now, and it's gonna be like, uh, coming part two, and then you know, like that's at, at one point, like that's the only thing I could think of. Like, was, they're they're never gonna be able to get this thing. But then, and I like that they felt that way too. Like we were both there at the same time. Like they they were as hopeless as I was in them, and then they just both like because they're you know brothers and they're like. Ninja Turtles and their training and like they were just like uh, Leo's speech. They were kind of like, okay, no, we have to figure it out. There's no other way. Like, there's no other way to end this without us figuring it out. Like, and like, remember that the whole thing that prompted this Dark Knight of the Soul is that finally, like, their whole mission has been to like become heroes so that they can be accepted by humanity. And then it's like that moment comes where it's just on like all every like news like screen across the city. It's like. The turtles are seen as villains and all the humans hate them, are afraid of them. Yeah, it's like it the exact really opposite. Dark. <laughs> it's like the exact opposite of what they've been wanting. And then all of a sudden that's like what like spot sends them spiraling. It's like, we're never going to be accepted. It's our fault. Like, yeah, might as well clean up our mess. Yeah. And then, of. yeah. And then, no, but exactly. It's like, they don't lose hope. It's like splinters being like, you know, you obviously care about these humans. Um, like you can't give up. Like, I, like, who cares what they think? Like, I know you guys are heroes. Like, yeah. And I like that. It, they just pull, were able to pull through. Like, yeah. At the end of the day, like they, they were, use their skills. It's like, yeah. Mikey, you're good at improv. Donnie, you know what you attack know, on Titans about? Everything. Like, how did you fight it? How do you defeat it? Rap? Like use that anger, buddy. Yeah, yeah exactly. And like, and then again, April and like that April. moment with April, like she helps save redemption. the day too. And again, like, I don't think that they would have been able to, defeat it without the help of all the humans and yeah. stuff so in a sense like while they hadn't um like it's like the teamwork they let that go the fact that they wanted acceptance that's when they got it boom goes the dynamite yeah <laughs> so it's like the dark the like this point felt really dark because i was like i really don't know how this movie's gonna yeah. end i do not know how they're gonna get him they have this like tiny little like light bulb looking thing i know i was like, like how, how is the light bulb gonna put out that whole thing you know what i mean so because this monster's huge it's it's godzilla huge it, it i think it's bigger than godzilla so we needed to compare the sizes of the two because it looks huge in new york city i don't think godzilla looks that big in because it's i don't think godzilla's ever in new york city godzilla's in like japan yeah so like King it, Kong, also, like, no, but 60s, King Kong is like small. Also, King Kong is small. He scales up a building. Yeah. <laughs> He's this like, thing was the size of the building. Yeah. And like the, the length of avenues, like it was huge. And I was like, these tiny ass turtles are never going to do it. Yeah. Like, I really, really felt that way. It was just like, it felt like very much an ad for New York. New York, we come together in times of disaster. <laughs> oh, my God. The delivery driver. Yeah. And the taxi man. It's just like uh, the working class in New York really keep that city running. And that's so true. That Yeah, that was really nice. Because it was like, it wasn't like lawyers that were yeah. <laughs> like saving the city. It was, yeah, it was Entertainment like. Entertainment lawyers. Yeah, no. It was like truly like. The like essential like workers, workers. of New, New York, York City, City that got the job done as yeah. they always do. That was good. So um, they gotta love New York. Gotta love New Yorkers. I mean, as we say, like with the help of New Yorkers and the turtles, 
they blow up the Death Star literally. Like it's like they oh, literally. It's like the same thing. It's just like they got to yeah. stick it in the blowhole, and, and then that's fine. The evil Good. is defeated. Um, and then did you want to discuss the fact that the so, end, the end, the like end the credits. end that was not the yeah. end, quite the end. Yeah, I, mean, I love that they went to prom though. They did get it uncancelled. Yeah, they did get it uncancelled. They actually get to go to school, which I was having doubts about myself, um, honestly, throughout mean? this movie. That I was just like, even if they are accepted by humans, they're not going to yes, high school. school. Yeah. And the movie, like the official end of the movie, is yes, they get to go to high school and they get to do their fun things, and they immediately they do get accepted. Which is like lovely because it's just Great. like you yeah, know happy ending. Amazing. And then we left the theater, and it would right, be, the, the credits were, rolled. The credits were fully rolling, and they rolled for like a minute, and we were like, okay, cool, we're good to go. Yeah, we leave the theater. Like you went, what did you go back in for? I was throwing away my my popcorn or something. I was throwing away something, and then I saw the screen behind me flash to white instead of to black, and I was like, nope, I'm going back in there. I saw something. Yeah, and so then we go back back in, in, and there's this whole, like, second ending that I truly, I was like, this needed to be the actual ending. It's not even an epilogue. It's literally just the ending of the whole movie. It, like, tied up all, you were, like, saying it, like, it ties up all the loose ends that we were, like, looking for, like. It's not even, like, a coming soon sequel situation no it's it's fully all the loose endings yeah it was like the prom like leo and april get april to go together. Get together um it was like five minutes long yeah like, like <laughs> april gets her show um like all the other turtles like are doing their thing like you know they have Raph has friends yeah like Raph has friends like mikey's like the in improv. his group donnie and then um and then we have the, as you said, oh, yeah, the, the teasing, te- the sequel tease yeah, with a very major Teenage Mutant, like if you know the lore of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, we have Maya Rudolph's character, the head of like this lady from the TCRI. She's like calling in being like, okay, we need to feed these turtles. Who are we calling in? And we she see- She has surveillance on the turtles. Yeah. Surveillance on the turtles. And then we see she's calling in the big guns and that is Shredder. From the Foot Clan, who is like the like main, who's like the main yeah, villain the, from like yeah. the um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles like franchise. He's like yeah. the main villain. So then all of a sudden, it's like we go from like the like sort of newer like for me, I didn't know like a lot of the lore. Like I know these are characters from the comics, like the Mutant Squad, um, but I'd never seen that story before mm-hmm. or like not that I remember. And then, like, the Shredder is who I'm more familiar with from, like, the right. show, like, from growing up. Right, because you knew immediately. Yeah, I was like, oh, I remember like, oh, my God, they're bringing in Shredder. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I would have loved to have sat down to watch that whole thing. But we were in the, cramped in the little Yeah, we were literally watching it from the, like, side aisle as people were, like, getting out. Yeah. yeah. People were like, gotta go validate my parking. But. Yeah, that was crazy. I'm so glad that we, you, one that you went in to throw something away. It's important to throw, like, our yeah, stuff throw, away. Throw away your stuff. And, and that we were able to catch the ending. Cause yeah, it's like sequel tease. And I think it's already in the works. And they're planning a TV show as well around, like, oh, this I hope movie. They do. I hope they do. Cause there's so much here. Yeah. This is a great IP. No, but sorry, you forgot to mention that in that little sequel bit. Uh, Maya Rudolph's character has the fly. The, the fly That's in original. That's right. In the original, yes. Um, she has like Superfly on Supered. Yeah, which I'm glad because I honestly I was like I really I do know. want Superfly to come back at one point because I, I think I Ice need- Cube did such a great job and he was really like, well, I, I like in the screen time that he did have and despite him being like the main antagonist, I was like he's not a villain, you know? Like no, he's, he's not. just he's literally like 
He's an antagonist. He's, he's like the parallel um, to Splinter. He's just like trying. He raised his family. He was been hurt by humans. And it's just like, unlike Splinter, who was like, hide from the world and let's just avoid them. Splinter's whole thing was oh, not um, Splinter Superfly's whole thing was destroy them for what they did to my father, for what they did to like me and my siblings for yeah. ostracizing Yeah, he's us. a killmonger. Yeah. Oh my God, yes. Yeah. Yeah, where you're like, I don't blame him. I'm like, why am I on his side, though? But not actually on his side. I just kind of want to give him a hug and be like, hey, it's there's weird. other ways. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, yeah. like, I mean, that was, like, the story. But I think it just, like, did a lot. Like, I love the parallels of, like, the found family and, like, um, and it's, like, yeah, like, being, like, you know, sort of, like, wanting like more for yourself but it's just like being sheltered like the whole like sheltered like protecting yourself from the outside world protecting yourself from harm and then exactly like with these two families seeing how differently like they take it and yet they somehow still manage to come together at the end because like the mutants join the other mutants join and like them in the sewers to like live together yeah and like i'm assuming that they still like i don't know what the other mutants decide to do if they decide to stay in the sewers or go out in the outside world as well but it's like you know it, they didn't need to abandon it completely. Like, they still stuck to their roots yeah. while still being able to, like, do the stuff that they want to do out in the open. Right, and they were, fear. exactly, they were able to do both things. And, like, I'm sure that, like, what's the rat's name? Splinter. Splinter. Daddy, like, rat not, Daddy Splinter. Rat Daddy Splinter. I was like, it's not Screecher. I don't know. <laughs> Splinter. If I was Splinter, I wouldn't want to leave the sewers after that. Like, that's annoying. Like, he's <laughs> lived here his whole life, and, like, just because everyone's, like, okay with him being out and about up there, like, he's expected to, like, what? buy a, a higher a, a townhouse <laughs> in in new york like no let him live for free in the sewer yeah um no imagine the humans so start I, gentrifying the sewers and you know that listen, if they could they would they will yeah <laughs> they will um but there's one more thing i wanted to talk about that we didn't really touch Ooh, but yes. it's about i guess it can tie into this problem and and, and like epilogue situation is I loved how the the turtles saw high school because we get like for like a second for like it's like a glimpse of like what you American schools are for like immigrants. Yeah. It, I, like the high school stereotypical like the high school like, stereotype. Yeah. It's like it felt very like a middle school is about to go to high school and elementary school is about to go to like middle school like um and immigrants like like Gordita Chronicles, like oh my what god, Kukuta that's right. Was yeah, be high, like was high it's like, it's like the movies like. that you think it's gonna be like the movies, like any like John, John Hughes, Hughes. That it's like the stereotypical John Hughes high school yeah. like experience. Yeah, of like like all the different cliques yeah. and the, the, like the lockers the six and the archetypes and yeah, the LED lighting. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. or not LED, the fluorescent lighting. Yeah, yeah. No, I loved that. Was like a really sweet thing to me, and I'm glad that like. They got prom on canceled. They got to go to prom. I love yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like it was it's so very freaking mad when we didn't. Part of the main movie wasn't that we got to see Leo ask for April to prom. I'm like that is a quintessential ending to a teen movie. Yeah, and it was exactly dead ass. It was like I I don't understand the decision to make it a post credits thing. Uh, I'm glad that it was there, though. Yeah. Like, at least we got to see it. But I was just like, it, that dro- that truly drove me crazy. Also, um, now I'm, I'm thinking like, about it. Marvel, I was about to be like, they should tell us. But now I'm thinking about it. Did Seth Rogen at the beginning tell us to stay till the end? 
Um, I know I he, like he I know he said something, <laughs> but I mean, say to the end, like what? Like it's like I'm sorry. I'm I am tired of this trend, and Marvel really like they oh, let yeah. Marvel get away with it for too long. Like honestly, I leave. I, I uh, that is my boy. Like my. I'm putting my foot down on Marvel. I leave. The credits start to roll and I'm out. Yeah, you know what? It's like, you can't like... One thing is like to tease your next project. Another thing is to yeah. fully like... End the movie. Yeah, it's like end <laughs> the movie and it's like one of those things where it's like very crucial to the story. Like, you won't be able to understand like the next, like the sequel without it. Like, again, I'm just like, this is my my campaign for the ending yeah. of post credit scenes that are unnecessary. Let's stop. 2024 stop end credit scenes. Yeah. It's Sorry, Seth. supposed to be bloopers and hee hee ha ha's. Exactly. We need we need that energy back. I need more hee hee ha ha's. We need more hee hee ha ha's. <laughs> like what I would have given for like animated sequences of like bloopers of the teens like just riffing off each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a la Toy Story 2. Uh, yes yeah exactly that what happened to that Pixar used to do it all the time and now it's just like not not again Marvel like another thing Marvel has low sorry Marvel they've ruined everything for me I'm glad they didn't ruin Paul Rudd no they can never ruin Paul Rudd don't say never but Marvel good (laughs) please that was funny but what would you rate this movie um out of 10 I will say at sometimes I did get drawn out of it a little, but I did love the animation. I thought the acting in general was well done. Um, sometimes it was. I feel like I wanted to get to know um, the like the mutant villains cast. Mm-hmm, I agree. I felt like there was not enough mutant mayhem. I agree. There was a lot of mayhem, and I could see the yeah. mutants, but mutant mayhem as a whole. Not yeah, so I was just like I was waiting. I wanted more of the mutants. But um, I think it was really well done. It was like a fun story. I just like, it was truly like laugh out loud worthy. Yeah. I'm going to give it um, a 8 out of 10. Okay, cute. Yeah. Cute, cute, cute. I think me, the animation style as a whole, just point blank got me like fully, fully in. Um, it really like the expectation I had for it it really surpassed that. So, and that doesn't often happen with movies where I, where I like actually let myself get excited for it. And then, um, the movie beats my overexcitement. I'm going to say the only reason I'm not giving it a 10 is because mm-hmm. of that ending thing. <laughs> that really fucking pissed you off. Really, really pissed me off. But 9.5 out of 10. Hmm. Um, cause I just can't think of one single thing they could have done better. Other than <laughs> re-edit <laughs> that, the credits to go three minutes later. I hope they learn this lesson About in the, the next lesson. one. I know. I'm not staying till the end, <laughs> Seth Rogen. <laughs> um, do you have an alternate title for this? Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Bacon, Egg, and Cheese. <laughs> you? <laughs> um... I was going to say, I didn't, I didn't love the Mutant Mayhem bit at the end of the title. You didn't like? I thought Mutant Mayhem was fun. I thought it was cute. It, just, it sounds like a ride. Ooh, that would make a good ride. Yeah, like you're walking at Universal Studios and it's yeah. like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mutant, Mutant Mayhem. Mayhem. You know what I mean? That's like that's like the sort of ride that would replace um, either like the Spider-Man, the one that's like in Florida, or the um, Transformers. 
Exactly. Exactly. Yes. It's ex- yes. It would tra- replace that Transformers ride. Yeah. Yes. I agree. So, yeah, that's why I didn't love it. It felt like a ride. It felt a little bit too stunty. Mm. Um, I think it should have just been Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. All right. Full on reboot. Like, it it's is just teenage. Like, yeah. So emphasis. It should have been teenage underlined. Signed, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pull a Jane the Virgin. Yeah. Um, once they age out, like yeah. when it's like the 10th movie and they're like fully like out of uni. Yeah. But they're still teenagers. They've got 401ks. <laughs> <laughs> 401ks. Um, my next question was, what age do you want to be to watch this movie? Um, gosh, I think it would be like probably like middle school. Middle school, yeah. Because not quite high school yet. Like probably like 11 like 10 or 11 because it's like one of those things where it's like still aspirational but still it's like if I were like the same age as like more or less the same age it's like oh my god that humor would be so relatable and it's like the sort of like gags that it's just like oh my god yeah like this is how I talk with my friends yeah like I can see myself having like just getting a phone and texting my friends like the CODIS chicken bacon cheese Um, let me get a bacon bacon cheese cheese. like you know what I mean like that would be like that would totally be a thing and I was like 11 yeah. 12 is exactly like that would be that. like yeah. everything that we'd be talking about at yeah. school like Every, the next day emojis everything like my back my backpacks it would it's it, lunchbox it, like it, it would be like the um neon cat okay oh yes yes you know i know i know mean? i know like, no, like, i know what you mean yes. it came out and then everything everyone was talking about was that yeah it, this, i feel like this this has that potential too um, i would love to be a fly no pun intended a super fly mm-hmm. on the walls of like a middle school right now yeah and that's the other thing i feel like it should have come out maybe in the fall so it's like the one thing kids have to look forward to while they're in school not necessarily like uh, a summer flick yeah i mean it was like more like because it's like it came out in august so it was more like a last hurrah but it's yeah, definitely like, like one of the of things summer. where like if it had been like labor day weekend it's like one of those things where you come back to school and it's like oh my god did you see that movie right it's like once i'm back in school the only thing i have to look forward to is this turtle movie yeah so i feel like yeah maybe whatever that 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 one's on them <laughs> but yeah um who would you additionally cast in this movie like maybe like a mutant or maybe like um one of the henchmen or something like or not the henchmen but like the tcri's guards or something like an additional person is not in the cast who would you cast as this person and what would that role be oh my god very good question because i'm i'm now thinking and now i'm thinking about maya rudolph and i'm only thinking of the good place but i feel like we needed more women yeah a woman so maybe character like um <laughs> Mm-hmm. Again, Io needs to stop carrying everything on her back. I know, on her poor back. Her poor back. Oh, baby. Um, Let me see. I'm gonna... Oh, my gosh. That's a very... Hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like... Maybe like I mean again, it seemed like April was completely lacking in parental figures. Maybe like Issa Rae oh, as Issa like Ray's good as like April's mom or something. Like a sort of guiding like maternal like figure, being like, "Why are you out all hours of the night with like a random group of turtles?" Right. 
Or maybe like a Sarah Silverman. Ooh, as one of the mutants or like... Yeah, as a mutant. Mm. Oh, that's, that's actually my, good yeah, casting. That would be mine. That's my... Um, submittance. All right. <laughs> Accepted. Um, yeah. No, but I like so. yours. Like, Issa Rae would be really fun in this. Because, again, like, a really recognizable... Easily, easily to recognize. I feel like her voice, voice, yeah. I feel like she has a very distinct voice. And, exactly. And she was just in Barbie, too. So yeah. it's like... Or maybe she was like the broadcaster or something. Or like maybe, oh my God, this would have been really funny. Actually, I'm, I'm just going off of your thing. Um, Issa Rae, like Issa Rae is the president and has to give an announcement. <laughs> New York is under attack right now. Because then it would be like she was president in Barbie and now she's president. Oh, no, no. I see the parallels. I know, I know, I, I know. <laughs> just saying out loud. Just like, but those of you that didn't watch Barbie. Um, it's out on digital as well. Yeah, I think that in generally, like generally speaking, I don't think I would get rid of any part of the movie. No, I but agree. Is there a part that you would? I'm trying. I feel like some sequences went on a little too long that like to the point that I would sort of like get like, you know, my mind would drift elsewhere, but like not too grievous because I'm just like also attention spans iPhones. Yeah. But um, not that I'm saying I went on my iPhone. Actually, I did not look at my no. phone. Julia but- was. She was on <laughs> Airbnb.com <laughs> and buying shoes. Gosh. Like woman, <laughs> um, <laughs> but but no. Other than that, like I feel like it was very, it was very compact. It worked well. The yeah. pieces like fit together. Yeah, I think the milking <laughs> scene could have been. I felt like I wanted it to tie in a little bit better. Does that make sense? It was too used too much for humor, too, and there wasn't enough like like nobody was watching them get you know nobody supervising them like. Yeah, there like weren't. Split, Splinter could just come in, get like knock the three people out, and then just have a whole conversation with them, and then they can walk out the front door. I think that's a good point. I guess it's not really a part I could do away with. I just want more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's okay. It's just set up. It's fine. No, but I think to close it off, I thought it was so sweet. Raph's whole like at the beginning where he's just like. I'm literally, it's like, if I have to die and see all your faces before I die. Oh. And then finally, he's like, I'm glad oh, that it's your faces that I see before I die. die. Oh, and that's about that. siblings. Yeah. Yeah. Siblings. Damn. Friendship. Um, like. Brotherhood. Their team. Yeah. Yeah. Boyhood. <laughs> Boyhood. Brotherhood. Um, but I guess the last question is, and I'm calling this the frozen effect, by the way. It's the, like, constant need to rewatch a movie over and over again. Like, the only thing that will scratch your brain is to rewatch the movie. That is an excellent term for that. So this is the frozen effect, which I know kids have been rewatching things for as long as history has been around. But do you think that this has the frozen effect? Mm, For me, I don't think so. I don't think so either. Yeah. Yeah. Also because it's a movie for slightly older kids. Like 11, 12. I don't think 11 and 12 year olds are rewatching things. Yeah. I think at that age, you're just kind of like trying to soak in as much as you possibly can. Yeah. They're probably, they're like, okay, back to my anime. (laughs) Yeah. Back to living my life in the suburbs or whatever. But yeah. That was this episode on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mutant Mayhem. Mutant Mayhem. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I just want to highlight the fact that it's oscar seasons it's award seasons so the next few episodes are going to be about the oscar nominated animated movies 
um, which will give us a cute little lead up so that we're all like up to speed by the time the Oscars do happen. It's like, so keep an eye out for that. That should be fun. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. It'll, it, they're good movies. It's a good lineup. Do you want to go get pizza? I was actually about to propose that. Let's order pizza. Great. What's your favorite topping? Um, I'm happy with any topping. Um, I like mushrooms. 